Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. After a serious car accident, people have two questions. Why me and what now? Well, no one knows why you, but I'm Terry Crouppen, and my law firm, Brown & Crouppen, sure can help with the what now. Car repairs, medical bills, lost wages, pain and suffering. We're Brown & Crouppen, and we've got all those answers. All you have to do is call. 222-2222. <laughs> I don't know what happened. I'm just going to complain all morning, I guess. That's fine. Cam, I know you're slow. disappointed. It's fine. No, I'm not disappointed. I'm amused. Iggy's the one disappointed. Oh. Look, how mad, look how mad he is. I can tell he is upset by this. Uh, 707 in St. Louis, I'm Doug. Sorry. Welcome in. Plowhawk, I think you made the right choice. It's either that or start at 712. I wanted to try something new to try to get us on on time. Well, I'm going to ask St. Louis Acura, Alton Toyota. And I told Doug right when I did that, I'm like, both things are going to be playing at once. Oh, you knew that was going to happen. I had a feeling, but oh. I didn't want, I just, you had to do it. 712, they would have been, it would have been a lot worse on the text line. I think it still might be playing. I hear it still. Oh. Do you hear it still? Do you? Yeah. Oh, I have everything potted down and completely off. Well, only here now. Oh, that's Iggy's drink. I don't, I don't, I don't hear anything. I don't really hear it anymore. I did there for a while. Now moment. I'm afraid to pot this thing up and see if it is. But we will make it. Why don't you try it? Why don't we do it? Silence. All right. We're going to pot it up and. The Adams made me do that. Yeah. See, that? this is supposed to end at 712, though. Uh -huh. So let's just wait till 713 and pot that up. We'll ride it out as well. Nonetheless, we'll do. what a fantastic show over. <laughs> Michelob Ultra Studios is where we're doing it all, Doug. This is it. No YouTube. Let's go. Oh, come on, pal. It's oh, live, pal. right? Yes, yeah, it is. Doug okay. and I are okay. both wearing baby blues to mm -hmm. get the ladies going. Is that all it takes? That and the Hitachi Magic Wand. Oh. <laughs> okay. uh, you're welcome to text in your fantasies. EDF Group text inbox, 314-881-TMA5. Uh, call in. A lot of phone calls today. 636-9004-TMA and email in. The design air heating and cooling email of the day, the morning after at InsideSTL.com. Doug, a Sadie Hawkins for oh, the ages is okay. what you described it in the show prep meeting. I mean, what direction do you want to go? It's up to you. Uh, Ravens making a statement uh, yesterday. Uh, fun to see what's going on in, in Baltimore. Sweet, sweet Kai is standing by if we want him to join us okay. for that. Oh, look, the Texas Rangers have forced a game seven. Mm -hmm. It'll go up against Monday Night Football. And the Phillies will have a chance to make it a rematch if both home teams can win from the 2022 World Series. The Blues with a surprising win on Saturday night against Sid the Kid and Yevgeny Malkin. And then the Missouri Tigers improved to what now Jackson seven and one that's right he was oh. there seven and one with a homecoming win over a feisty Shane Beamer and his broken foot from kicking an object the previous week in Columbia South Carolina in frustration after blowing a 10-point lead mm. with five minutes left to the Florida Gators 
don't know. Iggy did an Instagram live addressing oh, really? Lisa Ann and also the gold diggers in his life. Yeah, just a little bit about her. <laughs> There's a lot of just whatever they want to talk about. God, I saw it was an hour and seven minutes. I'm like, was it really? Doug, you did an Instagram live on that same topic. Hell no. Hell, you have gold diggers that have zeroed in on you? How is that, is that possible? Right? I don't think so. It defies the like laws of physics for that <laughs> sort of. Hmm. I have women and, and the tall guys all over me. It's an amazing yeah. thing what's going on with this show. But that's the price you pay of being a local HD2 uh-huh. celebrity. Big stars. Thank you. Let's Big go star. burgering. Yeah. Now Cocky again uh, claims that I could be his father because his mom used to work at Rubber Lanes. We got to do a little DNA test. Yeah. Hello, Cucky. <laughs> what if it turned out that you are indeed that Cucky's be, father? I would be. I would be proud. You he's, would. You should be because he's a wonderful gentleman he's a and wonderful he's one of the most guy. creative people I know. Yes, and he's a great father. But what if he would take you to court and you have to spend that 18 years? Right. Can you do that? Him, look, yeah. I'll, look, I'll I'll help you out. I'll give you child support. What do you want? Four bucks a week. Mm. Cucky's fantastic. Did Iggy discuss the deleted tweet? That's from the South City Hoosier aficionado. How would somebody know if a tweet was deleted? I don't understand. Iggy? I don't, I don't even know if I tweeted over the weekend. Okay. Uh, South City Hoosier aficionado, why don't you call and we'll move you to the front of the line. So why would you delete it then? I, I don't know what he's talking about. You'll have to tell me what tweet. It's very clear you had a tweet and then deleted it. I don't remember <laughs> tweeting this weekend, but you can point out. What did one. the Greg Lansky tweet say? <laughs> that started out like, like it was What did first? my tweet say? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't did some blocking over the weekend. And you did some there. blocking. <laughs> you did blocking over the weekend. I didn't. Who'd you block? Just one person. What do you say? Yeah, wasn't a he. Another lady oh, getting no. in your craw? Yeah. Wow. Oh, this was the big one, right? Yeah. She's blocked from everything. Lisa, oh. you blocked Lisa Ann. Yeah, that way I don't have to worry about her DMing me or texting me, and I can't see it and don't respond to her right away. So if she can't do that, then I don't have to worry about it, so... No, 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 no. no. Yeah, really I, at I'm loggerheads. S- no, it is. I'm just, I was fed up with it, and I ain't going to put up with it anymore. I, for whatever reason, <laughs> was blocked from the fan page, and it really pissed me off. And I guess you really mean it when you say, I ain't going to put up with <laughs> I it I agree anymore. with you on that. I ain't. <laughs> uh, Doug, can I have Lisa Ann's phone number? I need a favor from her. That's from the Warson Woods Wacker. I, I don't have it. Iggy God. tweeted and deleted. He likes to be berated. That's from the Sheik of Wydown. Do you, you just, like you to just, be berated? You just spontaneously sent that out into the ether? I think it's still up there. I, I tweeted a berated tweet up there, and I put a picture of the girl from uh, that I didn't want to play with her feet. Mm. Doug? Do you this like to be berated? I must have been... I know. i got to see what's been nice to win a straight-up bet and backdoor cover. That's the most recent tweet I see from you. Isn't there one up there about berating me? No. That was like a week ago. Maybe that's what you deleted. October 7th is what I'm seeing, unless I'm... Missing something. Do you have a burner account? No. Is John Kennedy doing JOI videos now? It's wow. picture from uh, Doug. Is he a senator from Louisiana? No, I, I was, think he is. He's reading from that book. Yeah. Uh, I, I put it up there. Might even put it on the on my Facebook page too. Let's see. Uh, uh, KG Town says it was quickly deleted. Well, oh, man, now we got another... Thank you for following my tweets every second of the day to see when I delete something. Yeah, how would everyone know? They'd have to just be, be bad. They'd have to have it open right in front of the whole time. Why would I delete it? Well, we don't know what it was. I think it was on my <laughs> memories, and I remembered that when I wouldn't play with her feet. Jay's girl, um, Jewel. Jewel. 
It's Why great, wouldn't you play with it? It's a feet? great picture of me sitting there just taking it while she's screaming in my face. Oh. And I just tweeted it, and it was before Friday. I said, I'd tweet it and said, sometimes I like being berated. And it was just a picture of her yelling at me. Now, why would she yell at you? Because well, she wouldn't she play kidding. with her feet. She was kidding. Oh. But the picture looks like she's just screaming in my face. I like so. it when you call me Big Pop. I don't know. Maybe uh, <laughs> maybe Elon Musk deleted it. I could see that. I could bullying. That. Oh, he's definitely on. Yeah, that's on far. Yeah, I don't know. So, well, you're all following it, so why don't you write the time down it was deleted? You all seem to be following it every five seconds. Iggy, you are not the victim in this. It's from the 314. Oh. All right, explain. Uh, 314, Colin, you are first in line ahead of South City aficionado now. Mm. <sighs> yeah, I mean, it's pretty much over, so I don't care, but... This swine can sleep comfortably knowing that this show will tackle the big issues first thing in the morning. Oink, oink, that's from the pig of the coal mines. Mm. Do they have pigs in coal mines? They're getting them. Yeah. They're they getting have, them. They have now. birds, right? Mm. Looking for truffles. No, they put their uh, tools, like a tool... Ch- on the, pig? Like on the pig and really and walk him through there. Tim Sadie Hawkins had nothing to do with Iggy, but now the show's all about him again. Unbelievable. It's from the five seven three. I don't believe I just brought up somebody mentioned Tim mentioned my Facebook Live and we talked about Instagram it. Live, Facebook Live, which one was it? Uh Facebook. Okay. Uh and then I uh didn't include in the Sadie Hawkins initially before we had a brief uh scenic route. Doug, the doggies, they lost. It kind of didn't matter. Kind of did, depending yeah. on your perspective. It's been a little rough the last couple of games. Outscored 5-0. Um, and the playoff schedule announced, and it is perfect. It is a, it is optimal. Uh, they it's will play. really late Sunday night. It's your opinion. Uh, they will play the winner of San Jose. And uh, I see they're calling them Kansas. Uh, Sporting KC. Sporting Kansas City. Is that the worst name in all of sports? Sporting Kansas City. Is there a worse name in sports than that? I mean, Utah Jazz. Oh, yeah, the uh, the Real Salt Lake. Well, we're all over Salt Lake City today. <laughs> and that, like, the, the Real Salt yeah. Lake, that's when you're you're done. You're, we, that's whoever right named up there. That, that yeah, was the last one that yeah. he named. Uh, that's right up there. Um, yeah, the, uh, so they'll play the winner, and that'll be a uh, 9 o'clock start on Sunday. Game 2, the following... Sunday at uh, is it 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock in Kansas City or San Jose. I didn't see that. And then a 5 o'clock start on November 11th. They play them all a week apart. <clears throat> if it's the best of three and it goes three games, that's three weeks apart for one round. Uh, all I can do is read you the schedule, sir. I'd, wow. Gene Garber will join us at 8, and then we'll have okay. Gabe brought to, do some explaining. Right, uh, brought to you by James Carlton at 9. You know the colonel, powermazoo.com. So um, I know a lot of City fans are not happy with the schedule, including one do? at Prod Joe. Oh, it must be a, a TV doubleheader. A well, they're cow. the Western Conference team, so as long as you're in the Western Conference, you're going to get this. The Blues have dealt with this, certainly. Cardinals to a lesser extent than the Blues. Blues, that's a tradition if they're in the playoffs. The 9 o'clock starts or 8, we're told it's 8.30, and then it's like 8.47, puck drop. So unfortunate the first playoff game's at 9 o'clock on a Sunday night. No question. Yeah. And I know, understandably, a lot of City fans, especially if they mm-hmm. wind up playing Kansas City, that you're going to get two teams in the central time zone playing at 9 o'clock. Yeah. Chiefs, for the record, the following week play, uh, I guess they must be over in the U.K. They play at 8.30 in the morning. So that won't be an impact. The following Saturday, 
Uh, it could matter, uh, depending on what time Missouri and Tennessee play, that you could be going up against that. As a matter of fact, the only way you're not going up against Missouri-Tennessee is if it's an 11 o'clock start. And seeing as it's a home game, good chance it's an 11 o'clock start. Mm-hmm. Well, during the regular season, those uh, soccer games last right about two hours. Just about two is all it takes. But in the playoffs, I'm sure they play until there's a winner. So it could go much later. So it, I guess it goes straight to PKs, doesn't they? Don't have extra. Time. Oh, do they? Yeah. Okay. So that would only they probably wrap that up in 20 minutes or so. Yep. So probably the latest it would go is around 11:20, maybe 11:30. So you'd be home by 12:15, 12:30. How about the fans Monday in morning? New York that like to watch the city? We have a lot of fans in St. Louis. They'll they be won't be watching midnight watching the they soccer game. If it starts at 11 o'clock Eastern time, I don't suppose there'll be a lot of people watching that. Yeah. Well, I don't like it. Well, good luck to him. <laughs> You're yeah. going to give up on it because of the late starting time? You know they're losing. I don't have Apple anyway, so I can't watch it. Doug, you know I'm a Larry Thornton Lemming, right? Mm-hmm. And he says that November 11th game for City could go right up against an 8-1 and Mizzou hosting Tennessee. Well, he's exactly right. Uh, should the Fighting Tigers beat Georgia in... You know, I, I, I came off of a, a self-imposed Twitter retirement, and it, and it went okay, kind of surprisingly, uh, to try to get information to, as to how the game on November 4th compares to the previous biggest Missouri road game in November since when? And I was even, I was texting with the colonel during what was a quite boring second half on Saturday afternoon. I said, this is the biggest road game for Missouri in November since when? Because I couldn't, I couldn't find one. And he said, oh, Arkansas in 2014. But I'm like, well, colonel, you're the colonel. But I, I can speak with confidence that that game was in Columbia, Missouri, brother. Mm-hmm. And then the colonel went to go tend to his responsibilities. Wrote a great column about the opportunity that is now in front of him for that game. And uh, that's operating on the premise that most likely Georgia beats Florida this uh, coming Saturday. At what Doug has called, not me, we all distance it, but Doug has called it the world's biggest cocktail party. Outdoor cocktail party, yeah. I have, repeatedly. Mm-hmm. Come and get me. Here I am, pretty easy to find. Come and get me. World's greatest outdoor ah! cocktail party. There ah! it is again. No. That's this Saturday. Assuming mm-hmm. Georgia wins it. Who knows? I don't know. These Florida Gators. Who knows? What's going on? Who is this team? I don't know I don't who don't they know. are. I don't know. Anyway. Um, biggest road game. And eh, I don't know. Where you have both teams. Here's my, here's my standard for it. Because importance is, is subjective. So let's, let's, let's define it. Where both teams, Missouri and their opponent, are still in the mix for a championship. Because that's what it is. Yeah. It, it can be for the SEC East, but Missouri still has um, Tennessee at home and Florida at home and Arkansas on the road. If Georgia beats Missouri, Missouri's eliminated because Missouri would have two SEC losses. Georgia would have zero. And then even if Missouri wins out and Georgia loses, they would have the tiebreaker. Georgia still has Tennessee and Ole Miss to go. Tennessee and Knoxville, Ole Miss and Oxford, and then they play the Ramblin' Wreck from Georgia Tech. Oh. But that is not an SEC team, so it would not matter in the race. So Missouri could be eliminated, or they could take control of the SEC. 
And people were throwing out like Ole Miss in 2013. Ole Miss was number 24. They weren't playing for a championship. Uh, Tennessee and Texas A&M in November 2014, neither one of those were playing for a championship. I guess you could make a case 1998 against Texas A&M. Randy Potter dropped that, dropped that punt. You remember that? Yeah, I kind of oh, do. Oh, wow. Yeah. How about that? Um, but I think you got it. I think it's... I think from that standpoint, it is the biggest game. You probably have to go back to something in the 1970s. On the road, biggest road game for Missouri uh, will be Georgia on November 4th, and I gather we'll find out the time for that today at around noon. My guess is it'll be a 2.30 start. CBS has a doubleheader that day, and I would imagine they put our, uh, Alabama and LSU and Tuscaloosa for their, uh, you call it a nightcap, 645. I, I don't really say nightcap. Because that'll determine the SEC West. Missouri-Georgia should determine the SEC East, but uh, that will determine the SEC West. And I, don't, I, don't, I guess theoretically LSU, and there could be a weird tiebreaker with if Ole Miss beats Georgia in Athens, Ole Miss could still theoretically win the SEC West. So anyway, there you go. Mm-hmm. Yes, Plowhawk, yes. Is getting absolutely housed like going to be demoralizing for the fan like it's already a positive season so you're saying they're gonna yeah i just heard that doug what in the i think there's going to tiger board i think there's just a good a chance of them beating georgia as there is with georgia winning by 30 i so i give missouri i I can i can i can operate with you on yeah so i give them a chance to win what chance do you give them to win 18 percent. i like that number I think uh, even with Bowers out, I think, you know, I don't know the roster. I assume there's a four-star replacing them, and they probably have three great running backs. I don't know the Georgia offense that well, but I know they recruit very well. But Missouri has had such a great year, and they're going to hinder the fan base and how they look at, you know, certain players or the coaching staff if they just get housed. Because, again, there is a chance that Georgia just decide to turn it on in Athens and absolutely roll up. Like what they did against Kentucky. And if they were able to do that without Brock Bowers, who some were starting to talk about as the Heisman Trophy candidate, I'd only seen him in that second half come back against Auburn. Um, Yeah, that's where they really went to him against Auburn, if I'm not mistaken. What do you think they'll be? Two touchdown favorite? Uh, I mean, if we're operating on what Georgia is at the moment, you don't know what's going to happen because they play against Florida. I would think that, so assuming Georgia comes out of that game healthy, they should get one of their best offensive linemen back for that game. He's not playing against Florida. They won't have Bowers. I would guess that line at this moment would be set at 14 and a half. That is my guess. Yeah, it sounds about right. Um, I'd be surprised if it were less than 13 put it that way so if they win it's a program defining win i mean so they jump i mean they skyrocket in rankings i would assume in the top 12 they're now number 16 oh yeah mm-hmm. i mean it, yeah. maybe i depending i don't know you'd be ending a 24 is. game win streak assuming that georgia beats florida and really messing up the sec in the process i'm not saying i'm certainly going to root for I want to root for a good game but Missouri could really shake it all up with mm-hmm. just that one win because how will Georgia will play the rest of the year yeah I mean so they, this could change the entire landscape of the playoff system with this so Missouri has a chance to really but even if they balls. lose it's still been a, a hell of a season I mean as much flack as we give Drinkwitz at times here they are. They've sold out the last three home games. About to get Ryan Wingo. I mean, they're, it's pretty they're, obvious. They're ranked. The recruiting is going very well. I, we probably have to give him credit for actually getting the program back to where it was in, in Gary Pinkle's 
Are, are people not giving Eli Drinkwitz credit? Well, I mean, we've we've bashed Eli Drinkwitz many times. I don't here. think he's getting enough credit. And I'm with the I'm a I'm a basher number one, baby. I, I, basher I, I, number one, baby. I never liked him, but mm-hmm. it, you can't ignore what he's doing. I I don't like the personality. Probably never will. But you gotta put some respect, especially if he gets Wingo and then McClellan from CBC, like. You got yourself a. I mean, you need a new quarterback and an offensive line eventually. Like Brady Cook well, to be so a so senior. So does every school. Yeah, transfer portal. But yeah, I think you got a coach of the year candidate. I, he's not going to win it, but if he's a finalist, that's he might if they beat Georgia. <laughs> if they win the SEC. Yeah, that that's. What did you say? He's not going to be. I'm sorry. I said he's not going to win the, the coach of the year. He could be a finalist, but I don't know. If they beat Georgia and they, they win Georgia. the SEC, Eli Drinkwitz is the SEC coach of the year. Yeah, but I don't period. think they're going to beat Georgia. Oh, okay. If they beat, if okay, they beat right. Georgia, yeah, okay. I just don't see that being a possibility. Georgia just clicks it on so much. You know, I was uh, reading, I guess it was the the, the column. Doug, was it Heather Dinich? I, I don't know, Tim. About the uh, the one-loss team still in the mix for the national championship, which Missouri is. And um, I think it was Heather Dinich, but it may have been somebody else. Um, might have been on The Athletic. Was it Shane Emerson? Guys, I just don't know. And they were making the point, which, I mean, it's, it's, it is accurate as of this moment, that Missouri doesn't have a win over a top 25 team. That's always kind of a bit of a chicken and egg thing because when they played K-State and when they played Kentucky, they were ranked. And then if you beat a team then obviously what's going to happen is they're going to drop. Um, but uh, you will certainly have an opportunity to beat a, a multiple, most likely, top 25 teams between now and the end of the year. Tennessee is either going to win in Kentucky or lose, but either way, that would move Kentucky back in, I would assume, if they, if they beat the Volunteers in Lexington. And if Tennessee wins in Kentucky, then that increases the chances that they are ranked when they come to Columbia on November 11th. And then, and then there's the Florida Gators who are out there lurking and uh, kind of a confusing season for them. Lost in Utah. Utah beat Iggy's team, USC, this weekend. Caleb Williams upset. Caleb Williams. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> he's no longer in the Heisman. Talk. He's out. Oh, no. Yeah, he's... I just think it's. I think the best player in college football is Jaden Daniels. I just. I don't know. I'm, I don't know if he'll win it, but Michael Penix. I was out at the very rare on uh, Saturday late, and I'm just like intoxicated and scrolling through my phone. I go, Washington's losing to Arizona State, but it was 12:30. That line was terrible. I mean, what in the world? Well, they were 28 and a half point favorites against Arizona State, and I'm going at seven to six. Washington only has six points. I, went, I was like, did Penix get hurt? Because that's the guy who's the heavy favorite to win the Heisman. And they won because of a pick six that Arizona State threw on a fourth down. Very interesting. And deep into uh, Washington territory. I guess they didn't have faith in the defense because uh, that would have put them up 10-6. to six. So Washington escaped there. I tell you, we should win it. I mean, all the, there's some good quarterbacks, especially in the, in the Pac-12. Um, but they're all kind of right there. After watching Saturdays, I mean, there's nobody better in the in the country than Marvin Harrison Jr. I don't know. J.J. McCarthy may actually sneak up and win this too. You know, I mean, if Michigan puts on an undefeated performance, and but I agree, Mar. I watched every bit of that game. Marvin Harrison Jr. is awesome. I mean, he may be the number one overall pick. I, I don't know when the last time a receiver yeah. was. Calvin Johnson? Did he not go number one? It depends who's Maybe. picking, I guess. You're talking about a receiver being picked or a receiver won Heisman. A receiver being picked number one overall. Has that happened lately? Keyshawn Johnson. 
Is that's that right? A, actually a good call. That's a long time I, yeah, that's, that sounds right. Nice job, Jackson. Yes. It's typed it in. Oh, okay. Man, <laughs> Either way, it still was a nice job. It doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. It doesn't matter how we get it, Doug. The ends justifies right. the means. That's the game. That was Ice-T in 1991, mm-hmm. Hustler, New Jack City. Is that right? New Jack Hustler? I don't hustler. know. <sighs> what chance do you give them of beating Georgia? 18%. Three minutes later, Drinkwitz will be coach of the year if they beat Georgia. I don't give them a chance to beat Georgia, though. That's from the Loomster. He claims that that's a transcription of the conversation. Mm. Plowhawk, is that accurate? Uh, I don't. I, I guess I have to look. I think Plowhawk said, I don't think they're going to beat Georgia. That's a lot different. And 18% would represent that. Yeah, that's 18%. Accurate. That's probably not going to win. I was communicating with some Georgia fans. Do you like that, Doug? Georgia fans? I, I like J-A-W? Like yeah, yeah, go ahead. Uh, Alan Dadeville was emailing me yesterday to see if I was going to Athens. And he gives Missouri a 30% chance, I believe. Maybe t- No, he gave 20%, and then producer Joe gives Missouri a 30% chance. So there you go. Yeah, Missouri's yeah. probably a little better than we give him credit for. I think Georgia fans are down on Georgia relative to what the previous mm. two teams because of the game against South Carolina, because of the game against Auburn. The one time they've looked like the number one team in the country was the one time a team came uh, to town with aspirations for winning the SEC East. That team was Kentucky, and they were properly dismissed. But they had Brock Bowers in that game. They will not have Brock Bowers in this game. And who knows what happens this week against Florida. Florida's a weird team. I also think it might be a good thing for Missouri that it comes right in the middle of a run for Georgia where they have Florida, Missouri, uh, Ole Miss, and then Tennessee. This This is quite a stretch. Missouri, on the other hand, has a bye week and uh, can get healthy. If the game was at Columbia, I'd probably give him about a 20% chance. Being in Georgia, I'd give him like five. Oh, come on. Fight Tiger for heaven's sakes. Yeah. 5% chance? Yeah. There it is. I just don't think they're in that echelon yet. They've had a great season. Um, Brady Cook has looked great compared to last year. <clears throat> Running the ball more, his accuracy, his deep ball. But they really haven't played a team with this caliber of players yet. Well, nobody, Georgia. nobody has. And yeah, Georgia hadn't either. Nobody has unless you're playing Georgia or Michigan or Ohio State. Yeah. I mean, I think they could play well. But I just at, in Georgia, I just don't think they're... The thing that, the thing that uh, is really odd, I'm, I'm curious to get Gabe's perspective on this, uh, is the first quarter against LSU... The second, third, and fourth quarters against Kentucky, and the first half against South Carolina, that looks like one of the best teams I've seen play, mm-hmm. which sounds ridiculous and homerish, and I understand it, and that's fine. Got to play four quarters, though, Tim. You know? And that's the thing. But then at the same time, the third quarter against LSU was terrible. Uh, the first quarter against Kentucky was the worst quarter, I mean, both offensively and defensively, which makes the fact that they turned it around and beat the hell out of them just even more amazing. And the second half against South Carolina, uh, in particular the third quarter, fourth quarter, I get what they were doing, and they were just like, okay, let's just get out of here with a win, and who gives a damn, we're going to run it, they can't stop Cody Schrader, who's turning into an absolute force back there, and defensively they were all over Spencer Rattler. South Carolina's offensive line was absolutely it's beat up. I mean, they're they're not healthy, and Missouri took full advantage of it. I think they blitzed 54% of the snaps, and Rattler just didn't have any time. I think he completed one pass over 20 yards. So with that said, they, they just 
you know, they, they weren't looking to get style points. They got that thing done. My point is, over the last three games, they've played about half of their quarters at a level of a top 10 team in the program and about half of their quarters, uh, maybe not half, but um, a couple, couple have been average and then a couple have been just been brutal. And uh, when you're going into Athens and you're playing for the SEC East, and even though it isn't a run of four straight tough games for Georgia, uh, I don't think the Bulldogs will overlook them, in part because of the fact that they played Missouri and nearly lost last year in Columbia, and also because that game truly is for the SEC East. Missouri would control its own destiny if they win in Georgia. Cody Schrader now leads the SEC in rushing. He's got the most yards, the most attempts, and the most touchdowns. He's insane. I just still don't th- like. Eventually, you're waiting for his like size in the SEC yeah. to catch up. Like even this week, I'm coming into it like, well, Georgia D line ain't gonna roll him up. He probably runs for a hundred. You know, mm. just like he he's a dude. He hits the hole fast. He, he gets a- to the hole in a hurry. He's got some good uh, offensive linemen in front of him. But when there's a hole, he hits it. Yeah, you're right about that. And he's tough to bring down. He has been. I mean, that's the thing. And and Chris Doring was saying this on SEC Network on Saturday. This is a team that, number one, deserves attention. Dari Noka said that. But secondarily, they can beat you in so many different ways. It's not all about Luther Burden. He's the one who's going to get the attention, and understandably so. But over the last couple of games, he hasn't been the reason why they've been winning. I mean, that the defense, which justifiably so, got a lot of criticism in particular for the LSU game, but it also was not great against Memphis. Uh, Vanderbilt was moving the football. Uh, the defense has, I mean, they haven't, they've given up, I think, one touchdown since the first quarter in Lexington. And that came on the drive where Chris Abrams' drain was an inch away from having an interception. Now, it wasn't an interception. I'm not saying it was the wrong call, but a part of that is because Shane Beamer just kept kicking field goals, but, you know, they weren't getting into the end zone. Speaking of which, Shane Beamer, Doug, following the game, was in the midst of addressing the South Carolina and Very SEC nice media. And uh, I, he wasn't happy with the interview room. Uh, as mm. you hear him talking, you can hear marching Mizzou playing over it. <laughs> and uh, then he just uh, has to address it in the midst of his press conference. Oh. Uh, take a listen to the multiple sounds going on. Shane Beamer talks to okay. the media following the loss to the Fighting Tigers. So it wasn't a lack of not being ready to play. We had a great week of practice. We had great energy at the hotel. Um, great focus. Loved the mentality before the game. We just... Uh, you know, we kind of got on our heels a little bit, I think, offensively in the first half with the pressure that they were putting on Spencer. And, and uh, you know, they hit some plays on us um, against our defense that, you know, we were in position to make a play and we just didn't just didn't make a play. Um, and so to answer your question, you know, I got to look at how we're doing things, but I didn't feel like coming into this game that we weren't quite ready to play. We were ready to play. We just uh, didn't make enough plays in the first half, but we need uh, the energy that we played with in the second half. That's what we got to continue to do going forward. Hopefully with all the expansion and facility projects they're doing here, we can maybe find a better post-game press conference room with that new development that they're doing out here. It wasn't that bad. Like, looking back on it, that is ridiculous for him to have to answer questions with (laughs) an opposing team fight song blaring in the background. I wonder if they did that on purpose. And he laughed about it, too, at the end. I think people are a little sensitive in the Missouri fan base here with it. He is not a very likable guy, though. It's not much of a worry. He won't be coming back to Columbia. I think I'm with Jackson. I think he may be on the hot seat. That'll be his last press conference. You think he's gone this year? I mean, they were really high after the first year, and he has done nothing since. 
Yeah, hammer ball, Jackson, saying sell the stock. I, th- I think they should have fired him after he kicked a field goal down, what, 21 or 18 in the fourth quarter with 10 minutes left on the five-yard line. I would have canned him right there. You would have fired believe- his ass oh. on the field. I couldn't believe. I was like, no way he's sending out the kicking unit. Was so- no, I was like, what within, are you doing? Got him within two scores. Yeah, but they couldn't score. That was their by far their best chance to score the football. They hadn't had a touchdown. Like that, don't score the football. I loved it. I thought that was the right thing to say. Don't ever say score the football (laughs) again on this show. You can say it on Balloon Party anytime you want. Thank God. Missouri. That's that's where I really. (laughs) We both shine bright. Was he upset that uh, South Carolina was their homecoming game? (laughs) He didn't didn't mention it. Well, because he knew it was against LSU. Yeah. Well, I know they do those news conferences, or at least they used to when I was going there, uh, just right outside the, the southern the end zone. The tunnel, there. yeah. Yeah. So if the band is still playing, you're definitely going to hear it. But, uh, you know, it's college sports. That stuff happens. It would have been weird if he'd gotten mad about it. What? They got a band here? It, yeah, he handled that fine. It's always good to kick a field goal to make a three-possession game a three-possession game. That's from KG in O-Town. But it made it a two-possession game, right? I think it dropped it down to 18. I think it was I thought it got him to 15. It was, Does anybody have my nurse's box score? It was 27 oh, to 9. Like Beamer's a genius. 27-9. I was just going by what Jackson said. He said they were down 16 or 18. He kicked a field goal, which would have put it in two no, possessions. No, the field goal made it an 18-point game. I'm almost positive on that. I'm just going by what I don't know what the score was, yeah. so I'm sorry, KG. I, I thought it. I, I was. I thought for sure it made it a 15-point game. Off. God, look at all those donuts you brought today. Oh, Bill's a donut tub. box. A look tub. at Bill's donut box. What do you got there, Plow? I didn't have a smaller tub, so Ooh, I had to bring. That's a big chocolate tub. long john. Does that say boo? It does. it does. Did you get that from Donut Driving? You know I did. Babe. Oh, look at that. Wrinkles. Support the family. Well, yeah. I well before I even knew. You know, your family was involved. I'm going to donut driving all the time. Yeah. It was packed, and I talked to one of the nicest guys. He was the Melville Fire Chief. No, that right. I had the uh, some people like things, and some people don't like other sure, things. Sure, absolutely. That's hoodie. a stylish hoodie, Doug, available yeah. at TMASTLshop.com. Yeah, he was behind me. is like, what does this mean? I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> I'm like, how am I going to dumb this down for a fire chief? <laughs> I ended up talking to him. Super nice guy while I was in line. Yeah, like, it was packed. Kids were in Halloween costumes. It was lit. Look at that, Doug. It was lit at Donut Driving. How, how many added sugars you think are in that I donut? I don't care, the sprinkles Doug. The display the is perfect. The service. That's a handsome donut. It, it is, and i got to tell you, the uh, the sheen. Do you see the sheen off that yes, chocolate sauce, Doug? Sparkles. It's reflecting. Uh-huh. Ooh, and it says boo. Looks like a, it's the donut equivalent of a new car. <laughs> it Just is. Shiny as Let's get be. a new car oh, at yeah. Munganass. Mm-hmm. St. Louis Accurate Alton Toyota. Hello, Jamie Burkhardt. Hello, Clayton Patterson. Hello, Peter Munganast. Why don't we go out there and get a new car today? Doug will get 22-inch rims, and they spin it. Isn't that like one of the best days of your life when you get a new car? And the new car smell? StLouisAcura.com yeah. is where you can do it, or AltonToyota.com. It's Mungan sponsor of the 7 o'clock hour here on TMA, and the official automotive provider of TMA, along with the presenting sponsor of Balloon Party and official automotive partner of the Tim McKernan Show. Questions for uh, QFTA this week, TMCKER. N-A-N at InsideSTL.com. Or you can use the TMASTL app and then just click and then email it using, uh, I guess they can message us, right? Again, I know you've blocked that feature. Uh, yeah, I don't get those uh, external emails from listeners anymore. External. That's what it says, external email, and then it's uh, people emailing into the show. Okay. I don't get those anymore. Why? You block them? I just, I blocked one and it blocks them all. Oh. Block one, block them all. 
so yeah, uh, email me for QFTA. Team McKernan at InsideSTL.com. I'm going to have a sponsor of the 7 o'clock hour here on TMA. Mungan.com and AltonToyota.com. Jackson, tell the people about Circa. Well, Circa Sportsbook is now in Illinois. That's Woot! obviously the biggest news. Woot! Uh, so, you know, when uh, you know, November 4th rolls around Woot! and you're looking to make some money and you say, hey, Missouri Moneyline, how about we shock the world? And how about we make some money while doing it? You <sighs> can do it over at the Circa Sports app, which is now available in Illinois. So if you live here in St. Louis, just make the short drive over the river. Or if you live in Illinois already, sign up for the Circa Sports app. The Circa Sports app is sports betting the way it should be with big app bets, high betting limits, tight money line splits, and the best customer service. And, of course, the Circa Sports app is now in Illinois. So visit CircaSports.com for more details and get ready to start betting like a pro. If you or someone you know may have a problem with gambling, call 1-800-GAMBLER or text ILGAMB to 833-234. I, uh, because I've been mathematically eliminated already by week seven from the Circa Millions, I just said to my son, you pick the games this weekend. And he gave me the Buccaneers minus two and a half. Did he really? Yep. He gave me the Commanders minus three. Mm-hmm. He gave me the Chargers plus five and a half, and he gave me the Packers minus one and a half. Everything wins but Packers? Uh, everything loses. Oh, I'm sorry. Did give me the Steelers. Mm-hmm. Got to win there. So one and four. So I got to have to try well, a different different way to try to get yeah, back into this thing. Maybe let your other son pick him. That's right. Just whatever see, he drools on, what that's the, the pick. See, see what the, the uh-huh. one-year-old has to say this week. The six-year-old's out. Uh, it's the Circa Millions competition. I enjoyed some Andrea's barbecue this weekend. Doug, do you have any cookouts this weekend? Weather wasn't bad for a no, cookout. No cookouts, really. Uh-huh. Uh, if you did, you pour Andrea's barbecue sauce all over it. Oh, how do you do with Andrea's and Andrea's steakhouse? I got to get there. I got to get there. Do you? Got to get there. Go. I know. It's just tough. It's just a, to, to get babysitters and a Saturday night and the whole thing. Uh, Andrea's uh, off of uh, O'Fallon Road in Collinsville or Collinsville Road in O'Fallon. Which one is it? Confuses me. No, I don't know. I think it's O'Fallon. I know it's at andreas.com. And I know that the barbecue sauce and the steak sauce is available uh, at Deerberg's and at Schnucks. It's Andrea's Wonderful Steakhouse. Max and Rebecca, wonderful people. Experience it all with Andrea's. Get involved on in the program, 314-881-TMA5. EDF Group text inbox. Call in 636-9004-TMA and email in for our design, air, heating, and cooling email today, the morning after, at InsideSTL.com. Don't forget, on November 11th, it's St. Gabriel's. It's TMA Trivia Night for the second annual TMA Trivia Night. Uh, and $45. That's it. Gets you all of your salt and smoke barbecue and all of your AB products all night long at St. Gabriel's. It's TMA Trivia Night. Sign up, get your table, or you can just get a couple tickets. Hell, it doesn't matter. Anything will work. TMASTL.com. The TMA Trivia Night coming your way on November 11th at St. Gabriel's. And you should probably think about it. Gabe DeArmond, brought to you by James Carlton, coming up at 9 o'clock. Design, air, heating, and cooling at 945. Jackson and I will deal with it down the hallway. It's fine. Blues won, so they should be happy. Uh, 1045, Jeremy Rutherford will be with us as the Blues beat the Penguins in a stunning turn of events based Mm -hmm. on how poorly they played on Thursday night against the Coyotes. Uh, Saad, how do you do? Pareko, how do you do? Yeah. Saad had two goals. Yeah. How about capping into a neighbor's? Oh, yeah, yeah, without question. And Bennington looked very sharp. Dinner, dinner, chicken dinner. Mm -hmm. Their one loss, uh, at least a regulation loss, has come without him in there. I don't think it would have made a difference, honestly, against the Coyotes for how bad they played. But uh, that was a hell of a win. And uh, the Blues 
now have picked up points in three of four games after beating the Penguins, and now they head out to take on WPG, so they'll play wins per game wins tomorrow per night. Game. Yeah, weird name for a team. That's what they chose. We uh... mm-hmm. Better than Real Salt Lake. I still mm-hmm. think We're that sporting would be Kansas City. <laughs> wins per game, Jets. <laughs> Morning, boys, and Mr. Tim. Tim, check out Kelly Clutch. She makes me finish over the green monster. Also, I will be bringing a bag of Franzia to trivia that, Doug's, that says Doug's ass on it so we can all slap and drink the juices from it. That's okay. from Buzz. Caller Buzz, you just got yourself suspended. Got yourself suspended a period of two days' time, and your name right now is going into the suspension log, you, and it won't feel very good on your part. So right now, I'm writing it down. What's the date today? Is this I got the it as the 23rd. Uh, okay, just to be official, it's down Buzz. Two days' time. What is Fonzie? Is that that $3 bottle of wine? I believe so. Oh, can I turn this on to see if that's still playing? Oh, yeah, sure. Sure. Cool. Done. Okay. Cool. Sorry. Back to regular right. schedule programming. Thank you. Uh, Iggy, you did a, uh, a Facebook Live, an Instagram Live, would you say it was? One of the other Facebook Live? Uh, Facebook, I think. Jackson has some of the uh, the highlights. It was an hour and ten minutes. God. Yeah, what were you talking about? I didn't think it was that long. Well, time is it about? not an hour and ten minutes? Oh, it I think is. Buck Swope said on the fan page it was an hour and ten minutes. Buck right. Swope also sent me a screenshot to my phone of... You with Jewel, I don't mind being berated when I know it's all in fun. And that was seven minutes ago. Okay. Oh, well, when he screenshot it was seven minutes ago. Right. Why would that? And you, be... and you took that down? I, I don't remember taking. I don't know why I would take it down. Why would that bother people? Whether you put it up, I, took I, it I, down, whatever. It's a it's a fun little meaningless little tweet. Oh, they find everything. So. Oh, they do. <laughs> it's almost like they they investigate. And you can't win, no matter what you would put up there. People would complain oh, about it. I know. That. I was like, God, am I going to tweet out this question about, because I know it's going to be like, F off, you suck, you know, whatever it is. I'm like, well, but maybe like one guy will go, yeah, actually, in 1978, Missouri went to Oklahoma and it was for the Big A championship and it was on this date. And that's the biggest game they've played on the road since, you know, whatever. And I'm like, oh, it'd be, it'd be worth being told to F off by dog avatars. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then we just got into more of a discussion of what counts as a road game. Doug, I don't count the game at, against Kansas at Arrowhead as a road game. You know, it was a neutral site okay, game. Sure. Do you count that as a road game? Oh, I guess not. Okay. So, yeah. I didn't think that was Twitter. I know I put something on Facebook. Um, maybe I put that on Facebook, too. And I didn't like the comments that were coming in. And they weren't During your live session? No, on the, the thing they think I deleted. I did delete one, but that was on Facebook. Only because of the comments, and it weren't, it wasn't derogatory toward me. They were very mean to Lisa Ann, and I didn't like the words they were using. So I said, "I'm not going to get." So I deleted it, so people couldn't say that stuff anymore. Uh, speaking of Kansas, in 2007, Todd Reesing listens to this show, and he says, "I mean, it was on Friday, and it was a shot at Lisa Ann." How do you know what it was a shot at? <laughs> uh, Todd Reesing calling. You can move ahead of the South hmm. City official. You know. And if it was, why would I delete it? Because I had some things to say Saturday. I'm not hiding it. Uh, Doug, we have audio of some things Iggy had to say on Saturday. Oh, this is from here. the press conference he held. Okay. Take a listen. What Hit one the, do you want? Uh, the one where he's talking about the Lee Sands. Oh, yeah, oh gotcha, geez. Yeah. Hit the lever, Plowsy. Um, but we won't have that problem Hawk was up. because the band playing here I just too? walked her on every waterfall social media phone she has. So I don't have to worry about uh, not returning texts or messages that I don't see or I forget about. Sounds like you're skydiving. So that took care of that problem. 
conference at Niagara Falls. That's from the 314. That's not a press conference. It was just a Facebook Live. I mean, we spent more time on other stuff than that. You received 40 to 50 DMs? DMs and texts close to it. Wow. Which is fine. I didn't ask for them, but people just saying she was out of line. And I agree with that. It was a little over the top. It was a lot over the top. Mm-hmm. I mean, I texted somebody yesterday and wished them a happy birthday. They never got back to me. You didn't see me berating them. You want to ha- take it out on them now? No, I mean, I'm probably yeah, busy. It's a Sunday. Yeah. Who's checking text? How is Lisa Ann ever going to survive Strode blocking her on social media? Let's make sure we send a social worker to check on the multimillionaire today in her Manhattan high-rise mm-hmm. to make sure she's not having dark thoughts over Ken ghosting her. That's from Little Tommy Tribbins, who won Texter of the Year at the Year-End Awards last year, Doug. Yeah. Or was he Rookie of the Year? I don't remember. I didn't say it was uh, going to bother her. It's, it's mainly for me. That way I don't ever, ever have to worry about not missing one of her texts and not getting back to her because she can't do it anymore, so I won't have to worry about missing him. I'm on Iggy's side. That was ridiculous. And KG and O-Town sucks. Oh. That's some Little Judy Suckins. Gosh. That's a big endorsement to get, Iggy. Little Judy Little Suckins Judy carries Suckins. a lot of force. Yeah, because they usually trash me. Little Judy Suckins comes after you? Sometimes. All right. I'll just give you... I'll just do this family. once. I'll give you an example. <laughs> Suckins and Trippin's <laughs> families. They live by each other. Um, and this is the only time I've asked for a favor from her for in, like, the last three years. Um, but it's, this is what happened... Um, when the wine, she did the, she came out with the wine and she just got back from Italy. And this was my text to her to show that I, I don't, I'm not upset when I don't get things um, that I want. I'm sorry, it's all the way back to the. It's okay. Doug's fine. Well, maybe find it and get back to us. Well, it was up on the one where. Uh, yeah, tied it out with my. Her first year. Her first year. Let's go, Plumsy. Her first year. some origami going over here. Yeah, it is. It was her first year. Make coming. a bat. <laughs> Her first year coming to the dotum, I got, I had some text up about that. We're going back to five years ago. Yeah, I mean, I was, I was checking 
other texts from her to see how many times I've done that, and the answer is zero. But okay, good point. <laughs> well, this is just <laughs> yeah. I thought we were going to get some good message you were going to read or something. <laughs> we're just scrolling and waiting. Mm-hmm. Francesca talking, having issues with his phone. Um, well, this is the last one I sent where I asked for a favor. Okay, what'd you say? And again, if you don't do something for me, I'm not going to purposely not get back to you. Well, what did you say? Uh, hey, sweetie, would you like? Would you sweetie, feel, did you call her sweetie? Yeah. Would you I feel like, like donating a bottle of signed wine for my charity bowling event? Let me get. Let me look into that legally. Let me look into the legality of shipping where I don't distribute. It's a tricky business that way. One minute later, cool. Thanks, sweetie. Have a great weekend. Sweetie. All right, so she said no to me for a favor, and I got back to her. So to think that I didn't get back to her because she couldn't do something for another girl is ludicrous, but whatever. You asked for a favor. She responded with what you could do. Then you didn't respond or relay at all to Brianna. You are past Gatesworth. Straight to MoBap. That's oh. from Mr. Licks. I'm not going to respond to those because I've already told you what happened. You either believe me or you don't believe me. I don't care. And why would we go straight to MoBap? <laughs> Is that like where, where it's all going to end? Do they have a retirement home there? No. Get a lot of snow and do the snowblower. I have a great, great snowblower. <laughs> you think we even need snowblowers around here anymore? <laughs> it's going to be 85 degrees on Friday. <laughs> 85. I know. 77 today, but it's 40 outside right now. I heard 81 today by the late afternoon. Yeah, I want to 81. Argue. We'll get ready for next week, Doug, because you'll be yeah, I back saw to Coates. That. How cold right in time week? for Halloween, All Hallows' Eve. Uh, yeah. Doug, the high next week. Uh, it is 82 for a high on Friday, but alas, a high of 46 oh. for All Hallows' Eve. Oh, that's awful. It's Halloween. It's time to scare the pants off your friends. Think about that. So 82 for the high on Friday, and we can damn near cut it in half four days later. Storms this weekend. Hmm. I got to get out of town this weekend. Yeah, I don't like that 40-degree nonsense. No Gers game? But man, Blues the way- on the road? Over the last month, our weather has just been like... Oh, the bee's knees. Yeah. I'm telling you, you couldn't be more right about that. Uh, well, this is uh, what the people want to talk about. Every text is about uh, Izzy and Lisa, and you see it, Plowhawk. Any standout to you you want to read? No, I support it. Like, I love Elisa Ann, but like, I support Iggy as well. It's hard to watch, you know, because there were people who sided with Iggy for the most part on the fan page, but I feel like they let it marinate. And now that we're on the show, now they're taking hits at Iggy. Here we go again. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know what to, what to say. I just know I love my teammate and he's uh, texted me back as well. um, Several. When you asked for a favor. Well, just in general, I don't. No, if it was on purpose. To me, it was the straw that broke the camel's back. Lisa Ann probably has dealt with people acting for favors. And I'm not saying Iggy went out of line. It was just Iggy was there. It was, you know, that breaking point, And then, you know, S hit the fan. Mm-hmm. I don't believe I've ever asked for a favor for myself. I'd have to go back and look at all the texts over the last You're talking years. about with Lisa Ann or you're just talking about yeah, in general? Yeah, Lisa Ann. Um, I think twice I asked for something for Gobble Bowl. She wanted to sign a book. Um, so it's for charity, not for me. 
And I've asked for things when she comes out to the golf tournament. Do you want to bring some books to sign? Uh, do you want to give away a flashlight for a long drive or whatever? Hmm. That's for the golf tournament. It's not for me. So I don't believe I've ever asked her for a favor. The only time I did, and I was kidding. I wasn't even serious about it. We were talking about something. She was in Miami for Exotica or something. I said, um, why are you out of fixing me up with Lexi Bell? And she goes, I can't believe you asked me that. I don't do things like that. I wouldn't even if I knew her that well, but I don't do it, and she's married, so stop. I said, well, just for you know, I was kidding. But she takes things too seriously sometimes. But hmm. So I, to, to, to lump me in with everybody else that asks you for favors is completely wrong because I don't. Hmm. You see, people, you can, you can comment if you want. But I, I've dealt with her for five years now, and I know some of the things that I have to put up with. You don't know, and I don't make them public. What do you have to put up with? Well, I'm not going to say it. But it's not the first time. This is the only time it's been on the air. Hmm. So you're putting up with a lot. I think I have. But I do. I take it with a grain of salt. Okay. Are you talking about with her or are you talking about the audience? With her. Oh, okay. And the people don't know that. So you can comment on things after you heard it Friday and think, oh, get over it. But you don't know some other things. That was cryptic. What kind of other yeah, things? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know about this. Well, I don't really mention a lot of them. Well, obviously not. I just let them go. Huh. Well, what could possibly come up? Things when she's coming in town. Things when she's in town. Other things. I can tell you at a break. But it's something that the audience doesn't need to know. Huh. Ryan and Breezy Point, what's up, Ryan? <laughs> I don't need to tell him either. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jesus, this guy's a moron. 100% refuses to accept accountability for anything. It's adolescent behavior. Oh, that's from the 636. Can't respond to you. I don't know what to tell you. Do you think this leftover feud stems from the bizarre Taylor Swift argument you wouldn't let go a few weeks back? That's from Dogtown Ty. Didn't he win the September Milagro tequila? I think he may have. I think he may have. He's got a flying Sibian. Well, I will say, ever since that day, she's taken veiled shots the last few weeks she's been on the air, which is fine. We're just having fun on the show. But I think I proved her wrong when she, I said, why didn't you just, why didn't you just get a hold of her management and go backstage and say hi instead of sending a bracelet and a DM? And she said she doesn't let people backstage. And I said, well, that's wrong. I said, because I know a friend of mine got backstage to meet her. And earlier this year, she talked about Bruce Springsteen coming backstage and saying hi. So she lets people backstage, and she didn't like that. I guess, I guess you know more than me. And that's how she does sometimes. So. Hmm. Well, we all have stories. I've heard that. John Favreau, yes. Vince Vaughn, they were in a in a trailer yeah. in Las Vegas with two cocktail waitresses. 
1996 swingers? I don't know the years. 1996. I just don't. Nothing like someone saying there is a lot more you don't know, but I'm not saying anything about it. Be a damn man oh. and tell us or don't bring it up at all in the first place. Oh. It's from Big Old Fan and Doug, it's a beautiful morning. Wherever the big old fan is, because he's yeah. enjoying it. Yeah. Oh, I'd, I'd be happy to read the text. Big old fan, we're waiting for him to call in. He has really I'd be happy failed to read the life, text. hasn't he? I mean, she read mine on the air. I'd be happy to read the text, but I'm not going to stoop to that level. And I mean, I'll show you at the break. It's, there's like 15 straight of them, but, hmm. but I'm not like that. I mean, it was a private text. I don't read it. Pop it off. He's going to take the same tact he did with Sink Girl. He's going to continue to deflect blame from himself and point to, quote, things you don't know about. Cry me a river. That's mm. from Mr. Lick. Gosh. Well, I'll show them at the break, and then Tim and Doug or whoever can say, yeah, he's got a point there without reading it. I'm not deflecting the blame. I mean, I didn't do anything wrong. She didn't do anything wrong except for berating me on Friday. She could have act very easily called me. Texted me, is that I didn't hear back from you? I would my response would have been, Oh, I'm so sorry, I forgot all about it. That would have been it. No, she's gotta wait till Friday and I was steaming all day. <laughs> How do you have time to steam with eighteen jobs? Hey Tim, why do you only read the text criticizing Iggy? You seem to enjoy putting him down. Team Iggy, now we go and it, mm, it always yeah, somehow always fault, has no. to get to my <laughs> I will read every text in order. So if you want to get something through, this is a good time to do it. You better do it now. Well, I'm sure she is listening. Exactly. Well, I'm sure she is listening. So this will be the end of her on the show. Lisa Ann commented on somebody's post on the fan page. Oh, she posted on the fan page about this? I didn't know that. No, I didn't see it. I didn't see that. Uh, this weekend, so you know she is paying attention. That's from Angel the Morning After, right below that. They were both in the wrong, but Iggy digging in isn't doing him any favors. The TMA crowd loves Lisa Ann, and she has been great within the show. Plowick, are you following my reading order? Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I need somebody to corroborate. In, Trashing thought, someone yeah. that's not there to defend themselves, kind of his thing. 573. TJ, I'm sorry. Goodbye, goodbye Lisa Ann. It was fun. Uh, then from that was uh, Sally Land. Hey, Tim, why do you only read the text criticizing Iggy? You seem to enjoy putting him down. Uh, Bruce Springsteen? Oh, no, Shooter McGavin. If Bruce Springsteen can get backstage, then certainly Iggy should as well. <laughs> Shooter McGavin. Travis <laughs> She rarely lets people backstage because she has to preserve her voice for three five-hour-long shows multiple times a week. That's from the 708 with a Taylor Swift take. Well, fellas, the Lisa Ann segments were nice while they lasted, but at least Iggy's still undefeated. That's from Pig of the Coal Mine. Iggy reminds me of Trump. What is the quality that makes a person unlistenable? That's from Jonathan Mardukas. Well, I mean, Bruce Springsteen backstage, I would say, is a little different than Lisa Ann. That's from Big Old Fan. Doug, I can keep reading all day. I effing hate Iggy. Tell us what's up with the whole story or don't bring the topic up at all. It's from John Lithgow's Harry Henderson. The Austin ass hanky. He's a bitter old fart who can't admit that he pissed off a friend who has done a lot for the show. It's never his fault. And this is why I filter. But if one thinks that I am trying to execute an agenda against a guy I've worked with for 20-plus years... Be my guest. The great thing for you is that I have a hole. And, and what should people do? And they with? have a tongue. Oh! Tim, let's have connected. sex with my wife. Send pics to Doug. That's from the recovering alcoholic oh, from Belleville. I like how you self-censored that one. I, I, I did. You notice that? So you're starting to notice that. that there is editing on the fly sometimes. Mm, uh, Mr. Licks is a simp. There you go. White-collar gangster. And he sent that in three straight times. What up, dog? I want to make sure you read it. Yes, he did. There it is. Oh. My agenda has been exposed. 
yet again. Uh, your thoughts are welcome. Uh, you will only be read, of course, if you went to St. Louis U High, preferably class of 1994-314-881-TMA5. You can call in 636-9004-TMA, and uh, you can get a war gerbil hoodie at tmastlshop.com, and everything is 10% off at tmastlshop.com. Carlos Spicy Wiener did go to St. Louis U High, so I, I read the text. I mean, that's the deal. Uh, Ken, I appreciate you, but just shared a damn text. You aired it out on accessible video on Facebook that's now been played on the air, so may as well just put the final few cards on the table here. Oh, and everything is Tim's fault since he manages all of Hubbard and is also acquiring the parking lot. That Your is dad Carlos is, it's not you. Yeah, but I mean, that's just kind of understood. Mm -hmm. it's, like a, it's like when Stan Kroenke owned all those franchises and all of a sudden the next thing you knew his wife owned them. Right. It worked it, then. Mm -hmm. That I worked didn't, for him. That worked for you. Mention her text on the... Facebook Live? I mean, I didn't read them. No. I'm concerned that you call women words like sweetie when you text them. Well, it's a <laughs> term of endearment. I, never, I know, but it's, it's kind of old-fashioned. And some women well, don't I'm, like I'm it. Well, I'm old. I... But you have to adapt. I don't call call everybody sweetie. Only people that I know really well. What about kiddo? Sweetie. Well, kiddo, I call everybody kiddo, but there's nothing wrong with that. Kiddo is much more creepy for me. I like sweetie. Sweet. I like bringing that back. Tim won't read this praise of Iggy. He takes breaks often. I don't know what that means. Good one. <laughs> Did it. He it's got it the six in there. Look, I, for people to say I keep bringing it up, I mean, we just played clips from my Facebook Live. I didn't say play them. I didn't say can you take some clips from my Facebook Live Saturday. And they're on the show, so I commented on them. Well, it'd be strange if we didn't talk about it. Yeah, it's that's like if we didn't talk fine. about Missouri. Yeah, just I'm, we didn't talk about the, the blues. For them to say, "Doggies playing I, at nine o'clock." For them to say, "I won't leave it alone," and I'm talking about it with her not on the air, and it's, it's stupid. Mm. Again, I'm enjoying the show. What do you think? You can mend fences. Yeah, I really don't care if we do or not. But can you? Well, I don't know. Can if you she, get past this? Yeah, if she. Uh, I don't know how she can reach out. She's blocked and everything. Um, yeah, if she says she's sorry for Friday, yeah. But she just wanted you to say sorry on Friday. Well, I think I did. Yeah, I mean, I could see why she wouldn't think that. I mean, personally, I thought that's something that, you know, if it, if it were me, I probably not a surprise, I wouldn't have handled that way because I like to try to handle things off the air. But yeah. I know that for audience stuff, all, people in the audience love that kind of stuff. But... Uh, I knew that she was upset on Thursday because she texted me like that in, when I had texted her. And I just did it. I was working on Sound Story stuff uh, Thursday afternoon, and I saw the, the clip of um, Brianna saying that she is going to Los Angeles. And Lisa had emailed me the previous week when she saw that we were in the New York Post. Email, though, and some people, including myself view email correspondence as less intrusive, invasive, conveying of urgency than text. Um, but we have a relationship where we text and, and email. It's not like a straight business, for lack of a better term, relationship. And I, I, think, think, that's, I, think, I think that's the case probably for all five of us on the show. So when I texted her, it was it was more like a just like a joke because again it's like I, I view her like as a buddy, you know. I don't view her as um, 
a porn star, which understandably, you know, most of the world does, and she has to live that experience. And so clearly she was pissed, and she was pissed that you didn't respond. She wasn't pissed about me texting her. She was pissed you didn't respond. And then I guess maybe thought that since you wouldn't help her out, that I was asking for it, which was, as you know, I mean, I guess only me and you know that that was not the case. No. It's not like you and I had texted about it. And I was just on the impression, um, cause I said, um, well, I can reach out to Lisa Ann, but you're friends with Caden. You can ask Caden. So I just figured that. Yeah, but I wasn't like looking like, like really like, Hey, we need, we need to really help Brianna. You know, I'm representing Brianna. We need some help. It was more because Lisa Ann was amused by what was going on. And the fact that we were in the New York post, it's like when I'll text something or buddies text me during the day about something amusing. You know what I mean? I didn't, it wasn't like, Hey, Lisa Ann, I need you to drop what you're doing and work on this Brianna Coppage situation. It was just like, we're just like, it's like I'm working and just like, it, just offhanded. Here it is. That's now with Caden, who I don't communicate with as much uh, as I do with Lisa Ann, um, since she said she was going out there, then I said, hey, if you're going to be working with her, here you go. And she's on our show. And I got to tell you, I think she's got her crap together. Um you know, and I'd said she has, what, one master's degree and was pursuing a second, I think, something along those lines. Yeah. And Kate and I, if you've listened to her on the show or on my podcast, it's been a running joke how I will find adult talent for Caden before her and Manuel do. So it's just a dumb thing that we've done since she came on the show, like, in 2009. And she's a buddy who's been in, again, I know it's a porn star, but uh, somebody I've known and I've hung out with, with, you know, I've met her husband and daughter and she knows Anna Marie. So anyway, whatever. But I understand how if you're in the audience, you're like, what are these guys texting porn stars trying to help out? You know, I, I understand how it looks, but it's not, you know, it's not like, man, I hope Brianna likes me if I hook her up with, you know, that's yeah, not it has nothing to do with it. She and, was kind it, enough to come on our show and she came on the other day, spur of the, spur of the moment. I just texted her, said, sure. So I'm just trying to be nice and help her out. If I can help her out, I will. It's nothing about, hey, look what I did for you. But what Lisa, what Lisa, I think what Lisa Ann's core issue was is when she, you didn't do what she wanted, you went dark. That was that was the core. It wasn't about you texting her. That's what pissed her off. Well, then she shouldn't. She doesn't know me very well as I thought she did. To think that I'm going to get upset about that and not text her back. I just read you the one where I asked her for a bottle of wine for Gobble Bowl, and she said, "I'll have to check. I don't know the legality." I understand. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying right or wrong. I'm just trying to identify for the purpose of giving some more context to the people listening and also Doug and Plowhawk and Jackson who weren't involved in those texts. That's obviously why she's upset. That's, that's what it was about. And then having been in that spot sometimes with people who, you know, certainly have, I don't know what the right word would be, I guess, fame, but I don't necessarily view it as fame because I'll communicate with people who certainly don't have fame, but I know we're super busy. And if you catch them with a text... And they're in a bad place mentally, stressed out, which, you know, obviously can happen if you have a lot going on. And they, they, you don't have to have money or fame, by the way, to be stressed out. Uh, then you just recognize it and you go, okay. And then you apologize and then you just move on. That's, the, in my opinion, the best way to handle it, which is what I did on, on Thursday because I, I recognized she was clearly stressed out because I received something similar to what you received. I didn't receive that, so I didn't... No. Oh, you didn't receive... I, th no, I thought she screenshotted what she sent to me, but maybe not. She screenshotted what she sent to you, to me. Yeah. 
Or she just cut and pasted it. But I didn't know she was upset. Yeah. That, I, didn't, I didn't hear from her after that. But um, I thought that's what she texted me was what she texted you. She texted me, and it, when she got to the last one, um, I got the phone call. Then I got another phone call. And to be honest with you, I didn't even finish reading the entire last part of the text. So it was like three paragraphs long. Right. Well, that's what I. That's what, what she I sent reading. me. She goes, I'm sending you what I sent Iggy. Yeah, I, I don't have time for this. I'm doing all of this. I'm like, I get, you know, like, I wasn't like, how dare you talk to me like that? I'm just like, okay, I've been, I've been on the receiving end of this stuff before. You so know. She explained all that to you, but I didn't know all that. I didn't know that she was in the middle of a Zoom meeting. It was, it was clearly like frustration. I'm just like, I get what the situation is. She's upset. It's cool. And so in that situation, you just apologize and then you just move on. And it's like, who cares? You know, so when I, when I was bringing her on, on, on Friday morning, I wasn't going, man, this could get awkward. It wasn't even on my mind that it would be discussed. I didn't you know? think so either. Well, no, I understand that. But obviously it still bothered her because she hadn't heard back from you. So that that's the core issue. It was, I mean, effing plowboys like vacationing with her. At least that was the plan, right? You're going to New York and yeah. hanging out with her? Yeah. And we hung out with her for however many days in Jamaica. The thing is, I think what winds up happening, in particular because of social media, and that's fine and it, because there's nothing we can do to... to fix it it's not fixable uh is that you, oftentimes people feel like they have to determine are they on iggy's side are they on lisa ann's yeah, side who was in the right and who was in the wrong and here's the thing i mean i've known you since i was an intern at kfns in college and if you were some kind of problem you wouldn't be on the show uh, if you were a bad guy, we wouldn't want you on the show as show. You know, there's ways to fix things uh, for problems behind the scenes. Uh, so the fact that you've been on the show however many different times speaks to how people feel about you both on the show and around this building. And then I also know with regards to Lisa Ann, on her own, something that wasn't even crossing my mind I don't know if I texted her or she texted me. I have no idea how it came to pass, or maybe she was watching the show. But when she was aware that Jay was sick last year and we were going to be doing something uh, to help raise his spirits because we were hopeful that he was still going to be around in December, and, of course, he passed in November, uh, on her own, she said, I'm going to fly to St. Louis because I want to see Jay. Not that there would, the show would even be there. Not that there would be cameras there. So, I mean, that tells you about somebody's character. Now, if somebody comes from the school of thought, if you have sex on camera, then you have to be a bad person. And I realize there's a good portion of people who view things through that lens, and that's fine. And that's not necessarily this audience anyway. And you're not going to win those people over. But those are the kinds of things that I know that she's done. And then I know how hard you work from a selfless standpoint for the Megan Meyer Foundation. So just because maybe two people did something that it, if with some clarity three or four days later they would have liked to have done differently, that doesn't mean that's a bad person or now I'm not on that person's side or I, I, I like this person now because they came after the person I don't like. And I think that's what's wound up taking place over the last 72 hours, when in reality, I think both of you are people that I want to be associated with. And it would be unfortunate if she doesn't want to be on the show going forward. Um, if it happens, it happens. But uh, it would be a shame if that's the case. I think all she wanted was an apology. And sometimes you apologize. I mean, I know you haven't been married, but my God, anybody who's been married knows you apologize, even if you're like, what the hell? But you just do it because then it, you move on because you have a relationship. And I think that's all she wanted. Well, 
as far as I'm concerned, she got it when I found out what she was upset about. <clears throat> I had no idea she was mad. I, I, I honestly forgot to respond to the text. It had nothing to do with being mad. So I had no idea she was upset about it until she came on here and just started going crazy. And I, my apology was, I said, I, I really, I just forgot. I wasn't mad, so I apologize for not getting back to you. To me, that's an apology. I said, I'm sorry. I didn't know that uh, I'd forgotten that you had texted me, to be honest with you. So that was it. That was my apology. And then she went on and on and on and on. And, you know, I'm not saying she doesn't do great things for the show and for other people. She does. But what happened Friday just pissed me off. Well, and I understand that. I understand that. So I'm not saying she's a mean person. She's terrible. I'm not saying you're saying that. I'm saying I know that the nature of something like what happened on Friday, then what takes place in social media, and this is not limited to our show. This is just the way it is. Are you team Iggy? Are you team Lisanne? Are you team Cam? Are you team Kanye? That kind of stuff. I know you didn't mean that, but I'm I'm basically talking to the people that think that, that, you know, oh, you forget about all the stuff she's done. No, I don't. I'm not saying I think she's a wonderful person. She's done, but what she did Friday pissed me off. That's all I can say. So to say, drop it, leave her alone, I can't believe you're mad. No, you, you get upset about things. Just like she got upset about thinking I ghosted her, which is, wasn't the case. Well, I got upset that she did it on the air. My wife gets mad at me when I don't respond to her texts. That's why women are yucky and I now bang her father. It's oh, three, one, four. See, that's what can happen. That doesn't usually happen. Can, though. Just with a... Text that went unanswered? See, like, this is maybe different, but I love Madison to death, but I have a hard time apologizing, or the right way to apologize. Mm, it's, it's an art form. So, I have learned to adapt. Best learn it or get a prenup. So, mm-hmm. I, I I know both sides of the story, because Iggy, I would have taken that four years ago as a legit apology, but that's how I used to apologize. But people who feel in the wrong... And I'm not saying, I'm not picking sides. I love them both. I love Lisa and Iggy, my boy. I've worked with him for 10 years. So I, I, there's no sides for me. I love them both. I'm not going to choose sides. However, like, Lisa Ann would not see that as an apology. Similar to, like, I just had to learn to actually apologize because you're trying to deflect it. And I think that's right. what Lisa Ann's trying to say is you were poo-pooing it. I'm not saying you weren't, but that's how she's taking it. So again, I, like, there's no sides. I, I, I just, and I get where Iggy's coming from. And I agree. I, with you I thought that was a legit apology four years ago when I was like, I, I just didn't know how people reacted to certain apologies. So I think that's how you feel. Well, it was a legit well. apology. I mean, that's all I could say is I'm sorry if you took it that way. I apologize. That's not what happened. I don't know what you what you wanted me to do. Oh my God, I am so sorry. Oh, I'm such an idiot. You're right. Oh my God, I can't believe I did that. You're, no. That's, I apologize for not getting back to her, which was an honest mistake. That's that's my apology. Uh, Aaron has nipple rings, Doug, and she says he apologized with excuses, and it was more of a, I'm sorry you feel that way. And that's not a sincere apology. That's from Aaron with nipple rings in the YouTube chat. There weren't excuses. There were, it was the truth. All I can do is tell you what happened. I wasn't making an excuse. Right, but if I, what I'm telling you and what the plowboy was saying, and I thought he said it quite well, is if you are in a an argument with someone, and both of us are speaking more from our significant others, that if I were to say to my wife, who's clearly upset about some dumb crap I did, I'm sorry you feel that way, it ain't going to work. Yeah, that's... Well, she's not my wife. I understand, I but she's still from. a human being, and from an empathy standpoint, that's just not how you get legislation passed. Well, that was my apology. Well, okay, and you can dig in on that, but that's why she's still pissed. 
So I'm explaining it to you, and you're welcome to keep that. I mean, you and producer Joe, even though you're uh, enemies, you have a lot in common when it comes to that. You know, digging in. I, I, I apologize for something I didn't do, but fine. If you need an apology, I will. I explain right, to you what happened. I understand. Well, I'm not going to do that. I'm okay, well, that's what I'm saying. To <laughs> no, you're good. <laughs> make somebody I, yeah, just we poop. understand your position. I'm just yeah. telling you that's why it's going right, to continue. Well, that's a shame. Yeah, I'm not telling you to actually, like Iggy, I'm not telling you to do anything, man. I, I, I'm, and again, like, I, I know exactly what that, like, that apology is because that's how I used to. And again, it's hard to. You just adding the excuses was what I had to learn, not or a reasoning, not excuses, because your it, it, yours weren't excuses. That your were actual reasons, but Lisa Ann looks at them like excuses, even though you're pointing out actual reasons why you didn't. People that are feel wronged aren't going to feel that way. That's all I'm saying. Again, I love Iggy, um, but also I, I I've been in enough arguments that are my fault in terms of, like Tim said, me doing, doing something stupid and trying to deflect. So, both parties I can see. Iggy was trying to apologize legitimately. Lisa Ann, it wasn't the apology she was looking for. I think that's a good way to explain it. I agree with you on that, Plowhawk. I think you're having a monster 10 minutes. Wow. Monster 10 minutes. You're explaining it better than I could, Plowsy. <laughs> I'm just the perfect amount of high, Doug. Oh, is that what it is? No, I'm kidding. That donut <laughs> would bomb. bomb, though. Was it nice? Oh, so good. Perfect layer of frosting. Yeah. Mm. She's not that cool, Tim. Stop simping for her. Oh. I found the one text that could criticize <laughs> me, so even though they're all good. criticizing you. That's so good, though. Well, I don't think anything horrible really happened here. Again, yeah. It, it was a text that went unanswered, and she perceived it as, as rude, so she was upset by that. But... I mean, we all wish we had moments back, wish we had responded differently to a text or said something different or behaved differently in the moment. And if it's not a real biggie, I don't like to get hung up on it and worry and stress and fight about it. I'd like to be able to say, okay, I wish I could have done that differently. Okay, sorry about that. All right, what's mm-hmm. next? I mean, this is, really I not, this is not a really life-and-death no, type not. of situation. Normally I would. I like it. But it was some of the things she said in her rant. It warranted a press conference from Niagara Falls. It sure oh, did. The whole press conference wasn't about that. I talked about other things. <laughs> it sounded like you were exploring it was a nice, space. It was a nice day out there. I nice. would just say, let it go. Let it go. Yeah, well, I think let that's probably go. it. We discussed it this morning, and, you know, it was more the context of what she was saying in that, basically telling me all I do is ask for favors, uh, she's tired of it, being nice to everybody, and they don't care. She's got all the stuff going on, and all I do is ask, you know, answer favors. Making it sound like all I ever do is text her for favors, which I've just pointed out how many times I've asked her. None for me. Well, I a couple actually, times for the show and a couple times for charity. Never have I asked for anything for me. I think dissecting it, like the first four or five minutes, it what you could tell what was going to be about Iggy or what was coming. But the first four minutes felt like it was a bunch of other things. Now, legitimate things, I, 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 I'm sure. I, I don't know in the ins and outs. But, like, this might have been the last straw or maybe a quote-unquote easy target because he's here and she's, like, it, it, she's ready to vent. So the first four minutes just sounded like she was ready to get things off her chest and then brought into the Iggy thing. And I, we've all been in situations where once you get started, it's really hard to stop. Like, I, when I'm passionate about something or, you know, in a heated debate, it's really hard for me to calm down. Um, so maybe that was the case to where once you, you know, you get going about a, a topic that maybe you've been 
holding in for weeks or mm -hmm. months on end and it, you just explode. And I understand that side as well because you're human. It always happens. It's going to happen. Yeah, they say if, when you get in an argument and someone's yelling at you, pay attention to what they're saying because they've been holding that stuff in for That's a long forever. time. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it went from calm to just mm -hmm. boom. That's good counsel. Uh, Tim, yeah. Uh, why do you only read texts that criticize you? Bet you won't read this one. You're really cute, cute, and I hope to one day birth a broadcast prodigy just like you. Mm. Yep, won't be red, coward. Doug, yeah. that's from Brian Henschen. <laughs> Colts and Browns, a lot of offense in that mm -hmm. one that he covered yesterday. Yeah, I picked up the Brown defense thinking the Colts were going to be stifled. Man, Gardner Minshew. He's good. I bet Henshin will have a feature on him this week. He probably will. One on one on the turn field. his back on the high school scene completely. Yeah. Well, where he went to high school, he'll talk to his high school football coach. Mm. <laughs> oh. Are you gonna have to apologize to Henshin? <laughs> Human beings have feelings, right or wrong. That's the way it is. We should empathize with those feelings, talk things out, and make sure we preserve relationships that mean something to us. This is not an endorsement of either side, and I mean that seriously. I hope things get worked out. That's from KG No Town. Yeah, that's good advice. Amen, Plowsy. That's from Mr. Licks. You got Mr. Licks support. Are you are you Mr. Licks on the same team? I can't recall uh, I who the alliances are. You know, we kind of, you know, don't have any chemical warfare going on. We're kind of oh. in the Geneva Convention to where, you yeah. know, we, we get along. Play by but, the rules. Yeah, it's not like I'm going to yeah. call him to hang out. Mm -hmm. Iggy needs to call her and apologize. This show's <laughs> awful. She's <laughs> the one bright spot. It's oh. impossible to find another famous porn star. Not hard to find a guy who can't show up to work on time and breathe into the microphone. Oh, I gotta say that's a funny text. Oh, Iggy, you know back. it's funny because it's obviously not true, but that's well, it's funny. But I could find many, many porn stars that join us, so that's nice. False. Who else would you find? I like that response. Who else would you find? Many, 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 <laughs> many. I don't know. Can you get Ella's on? I'd really like that. Dusty's not getting back to me. Dusty. Dusty mm. Baker busy right now. Game right. seven tonight. Astros and mm -hmm. Rangers. Well, she got back to me. It said, uh, all I can do is send her a DM on Twitter because we don't rep her. She's in our new movie. Um, but I can reach out to her and see if she'll come on. And, and I haven't heard, so I guess that didn't work. Yeah. Well, Ken commit to being in studio on Friday. That's from Gummy. Yeah. Whether I participate or not, but I'll be in here. Mm. Well, maybe we'll find some detente. Have a week to let things simmer a little Perestroika? bit. Perestroika? Yeah. I bet that's what happens. All you got to do is apologize. Well, oh, no. That's <laughs> all it'll take. I don't know. That's, I'll be honest, going to go over well. <laughs> Plowboy, now you're having a huge 15 I minutes. don't think it will either. <laughs> the perfect amount of high. You become the Dalai Lama when you yeah, hit that. I gotta write this down, this recipe. <laughs> mm -hmm. If this is the situation with the falling out with Lisa Ann, it makes you wonder what Ned Reynolds actually did to Kim. That's oh. from glove blogger Tom Traven. Was this worse than the Ned Reynolds episode? <laughs> no, I mean Ned tried to get me fired. So. And how did he do? At least it's not going to try to get you fired. Totally different. Find one porn star to get on this week. Do it. You're all talk. It's from Big Ol' Fan. This is just a horny dude that wants another <laughs> porn star to look up, and he's definitely <laughs> hoping Iggy brings one in. Well, you could get one, but whether they would be a fantasy football expert, that's a whole different <laughs> Go to PTs matter. and yeah, just say, hey, you, you're There's not many I know right. that would be worth a weekly segment. But, yeah, I could get plenty. Many, many. Many, many. Many, many. <laughs> Well, I'm sure they're all looking for some level of, uh, you know, get their name out there. 
I want to market themselves. I'm sure almost any of them would go on and do Nothing wrong with interview. that. No, that's why I say it's probably an easy class of people to get. I got to say, I don't know when we're breaking, but I will get better at teasing. Oh, what do we got going on here? Wow, Plowhawk's about to te- I mean, what, a big 20 minutes on? now. Really? I, uh, I may have uh, been a little bit too excited last night about a, a potential idea I had. And I, I may have texted Tommy at like nine o'clock. This huge long idea I had. Oh, oh no! On a Sunday, text. Doug, we might need to have an intervention with oh. Pepper and Jeannie. Oh, I, I see after that after the Monday. job review. I, see that I, I felt like we were in the texting like realm. You know, obviously the yeah. Lisa Ann thing we touched on. I felt like I don't know if I made a boo boo. Was I put at the end? It wouldn't cost Hubbard any money. How high? That. How high were you? I wasn't that. It was just a really an idea. I don't know why I thought of it. Um, an idea for the show. But we had our meeting on Friday, and, sure and he did. he said, you know, I'd love to have some ideas, you know, to work with KG on some video. I'm said absolutely. Yeah. And it came to me like a bolt. He wants some ideas for KG and Ota. Well, I, he just wanted some like YouTube video quality ideas or something that quick and easy to put on Twitter, which is super. Yeah, he didn't mention easy. KG. Um, Did he mention KG in O-Town? I mentioned KG because yeah. I'm not taking any video for myself, so I wanted to make sure I have a videographer with him. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it was some videos that uh, I thought would, would be fun, and I texted him, and I didn't hear back, and I kind of felt... Well, he was asleep. I didn't know. 9 o'clock, it was tough, like 8.45, 9 o'clock, at that gray area. Probably so, locked in that eagle. It was 9.45? No, 8.45 to 9 range. But it was a really long text. Oh, how long was this text? Long enough. Oh. Yeah. And you regretted he, right after you sent it? He didn't get back to you? Not right after, but five minutes after when there was no. Mm-hmm. Like, mm. Yeah. Did he respond? <laughs> he hasn't yet. Well, go ahead and berate him. Oh, come on Uh-oh. now. Uh-oh. Doug, we went full circle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we kind of met back, at, yeah, from the beginning. So. But I think you and Lisa will squash it. I, I, I have confidence. I think this is going to be a. A back-of-the-page story in a few days. Boy, we've been through hell with this. Well, it should be the back of the story now. We've del- we've talked about it today. We've discussed it, so that's pretty much it. But this, the, the wound is still festering. KG and Oten just sent open eye emojis. What has he got going on? I, does that mean he's excited about these ideas that Plowsy oh. has presented? No, it, it just I, I, I just thought, like, the text was probably... Tommy, you know, has like a life and like a man, like a, a way more important job than I could ever even achieve. Now I'm getting a text from this 120 pound malnourished lesbian twink. Thank you. About an idea that he probably will never watch, will never be a part of. And so that's. <laughs> I didn't think about that while going into the text, but like as you think about that mm-hmm. after, you're like, wow. There needs to be a delete button on oh, a text. A text just, yeah. You get you three minutes to just yeah, yeah, take it nice. out of somebody else's phone. Mm-hmm. That'd be a fun little feature. Why Email. are these two morons trying to ruin a show? All they have to do is show up every day for three hours and act like idiots. Shut it off after that. That's from Harrison's brother, Master. Uh-huh. Geniuses like us were always working. <laughs> Absolutely. Always trying to find the that. The brain is constantly going. Yeah. <sighs> Oh, well, some people like things. 
people don't like other things. Exactly right. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, we'll wrap up uh, our Munganass St. Louis Acura Alton Toyota seven o'clock hour. The Colonel is going to join us. Brought to you by James Carlton coming up at nine o'clock. And uh, Plowick, what do you want to read this text? This idea that you sent? I can. Uh, we don't even have to talk about. It. I just thought like to try. Oh, you're to, getting better at teasing. Well, I wanted to take the heat off of Iggy. I felt like Iggy, we were putting like a hundred pounds. So you sent the text weight. to Tommy to to get the no, heat off. No, I brought Iggy. it up this morning to try to <laughs> That's like. Meta. After about 30 minutes of Lee Sand and people, you know, the text line kind of berate Niggy, I wanted to kind of shift that negativity off him a little bit. So I'm trying to help my boy out by bringing up a, an embarrassing, Thanks, potentially idiotic text, mm-hmm. non-exchange, because I haven't got a response right. that I have. And now you're going to berate I'm not going to berate him yet. No, I'll give him the 36-hour rule, similar to the 48-hour rule that Jackson gives. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah he gives up that 48-hour rule. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I want to hear how Jackson did in Columbia for homecoming. Oh, Jackson's oh, been, I guess he was saving that for balloon party and his people. <laughs> Send your emails in. Morning after at InsideSTL.com for the Design Air Heating and Cooling email today. Design Air is the official HVAC provider of TMA and the Tim McCartney Show podcast. Doug, I, I, listen, we've been warning you now for a month. Now we mean it. High of 46 next Tuesday, high of 47 next Wednesday. It's over, brother. All right? That's November. I don't care. You got November, December, January, February, March, and if we're going to be honest about it, April. It's just the way that it is. We'll be fine. But your furnace may not. Get it tuned up with Seth Goldcamp and his staff at Design Air Heating and Cooling. You can do it now, and then you know you're good for the winter. Design Air Service. The official HVAC provider of TMA and the Tim McKernan Show. Any questions, comments you have? Uh, for QFTA, send them to tmckernan at InsideSTL.com or use the TMASTL app to send emails to me as well. There you go. All right, we'll close out the Munganas, St. Louis Acura, Alton Toyota. 7 o'clock hour, this is TMA from the Michael Studios.